It's the Big Show with Joe. This podcast is for fun and entertainment. Don't worry, it's just odd and flaky news. It's it's just random shit. It's weird. It's strange. It's kooky and far out. Why? Because we tried regular news. This just oppresses the crap out of me. So, we're going to take real stories, and we're going to punch them up a little, and we're going to have a few jokes after each story, and then, hell, I don't know, we might even talk about stuff you said, so the big show is here. It's here, so sit back and relax. Here comes the big show with Joe. Thousands of 10-inch penis fishes washed up on a, a California beach. By Brandon Spector, senior writer. Try not to be alarmed by thousands of plump pink 10-inch blobs caught flopping across the California beach last week. They are just some homeless penis fish. Despite their nickname, a penis fish is neither a penis nor a fish. Discuss amongst yourselves there. Go ahead. It's really a a type of non-segmented marine worm native to only the Pacific coast between southern Oregon and Baja, California, Mexico. Now, the blob's real name is Urchin Kupo but it's commonly known as the fat innkeeper worm. The worm's unfortunate nickname and its sausage shape are the result of hundreds of millions of years of building U-shaped burrows along the beach. These burrows are all good homes and are good for eating and pooping. From the front end of its burrow, the worm coughs up a net of mucus to catch tiny seaside nibbles like a a plankton, uh, bacteria, and other stuff that happens to pass by. When the worm sucks this net back into its mouth, it holds on to its choiced morsels and tosses the rest away. Though the back end of its burrow, uh, it does this by spraying a jet of water out its butt. And you thought penis fish was funny. Detriminus, the penis fish deems unworthy, may become a meal for other tiny beach uh, critters, such as crabs and shrimps and clams. In fact, it's common for a penis fish's burrow to host various opportunistic animals looking for a free bed and a meal. And this is where the worm's fat innkeeper nickname comes from. Now, why might thousands of fat innkeepers end up wiggling around on the beach at the same time? It's likely that a storm evicted them, biologist Evan Parr wrote on the baynature.com, where the, uh, they just kind of lay on the beach. 
Strong storms, especially those tied to El Nino, can wreak havoc on the on that zone where these fish rest their butts, breaking sand segments apart, smashing thousands of cozy burrows and leaving their residents spewed all across the beach. Well, the fat innkeeper economy, well, it never recovered. It's not clear. The worm has not been studied enough to say for sure what happens next. Further, the penis fish research, it's just required. You got to have penis fish research. Who wants to do some penis, penis fish research? How about you? I think you would be perfect to do this penis fish research. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. say a penis has sad life. His hair is a mess. His family is nuts. His neighbor is an asshole. His best friend is pussy and his owner beats him all the time. One day, little Johnny saw his grandma smoking cigarettes. Hey, Johnny asked, Grandma, can I smoke some of your cigarettes? His grandma replied, can your penis reach your asshole? No, said little Johnny. His grandma replied, then you're not old enough. Next day, little Johnny saw his grandma drinking beer, and he said, Grandma, can I drink some of your beer? His grandma replied, can your penis reach your asshole? No, said little Johnny. Then you're not old enough, his grandma replied. The very next day, little Johnny was eating some cookies. His grandma asked, can I have some of your cookies? Little Johnny replied, can your penis reach your asshole? Grandma replied, it most certainly can. Little Johnny replied, then go fuck yourself. on the Italian Alps that killed them and the driver. As they were approaching the pearly gates to be interviewed by St. Peter, they are requested by an attendant 
to form a single line and wait. Sister Agnes is first, Sister Bernadette behind her, and Sister Carmel on the end. Finally, St. Peter reaches the nuns to determine their worthiness for entry to heaven. He says to the first nun, Sister Agnes, have you ever seen the penis of a man? Sister Agnes burst into tears and says, Yes, St. Peter, I have. But please, don't let this prevent me from entering the kingdom of heaven. St. Peter says, Never fear, my child. Say a thousand Hail Marys, and then go over to that fountain of holy water and wash your eyes out. And all unholy areas of your body, and then you shall enter the kingdom of heaven. Sister Comerle sees what's going on and taps Sister Bernadette on the shoulder. What? Well, what? Psst. Hey, Bernie, she says. Sister Bernadette says, what is it? A little annoyed, Sister Carmel says, do you mind if we swap places? Sister Bernadette replies, what for? Sister Comar says, well, I wouldn't mind gargling before you stick your ass in there. <laughs> A man walks into a doctor's office, went up to the counter in a high-pitched voice, said, I need to see the doctor right away. The nurse said, well, you're in luck because... We just had an appointment canceled, so you can go right on in. Man goes into the exam room and sits. After a few minutes, the doctor walks in. So tell me, what's the problem? Well, I've been to other doctors, and they tell me my voice is very high because I have such a large penis, and it pulls on my spinal cord, making my voice high-pitched. So the doctor says, well... I've never heard of this before. Let's have a look at your penis. The man pulls down his pants, and to the surprise of the doctor, there's, there he stood, 15-inch long dick. doctor says, we'll have to do surgery to remove your penis. However, the problem is that we have to find a donor to replace your dick. Give me a week to see if I can find a donor. Week goes by, and the doctor calls and explains that he's found a donor and surgery will be tomorrow. The man shows up for surgery the next day, and the nurse preps the man and gives him an injection that puts him to sleep. The man wakes up and says in a deep, manly voice, This is great. I now sound like a real man. In walks the doctor. The man says, Thank you, doctor. You saved my life. The doctor says, The operation was a complete success. (laughs) 
Mike and Maureen land on Mars after accumulating enough frequent flyer miles. The first thing they see is a Martian couple. Mike and Maureen naturally want to know how they have sex. She goes straight to the point. So how do you guys do it, says Maureen. Like you do, I think, says the male Martian. Maybe we'd better check it out to be sure. So after some discussion, they agree to swap partners for one night. Maureen and the male Martian go off to the bedroom where the Martian strips. He's got only a tiny dick about half an inch long, just a quarter inch thick. I don't think this is going to work, says Maureen. Disappointed and beyond belief, the male Martian looks puzzled. Why not? What's the matter? Well, she replies, it's just not long enough to go inside me. No problem, he says, and he starts to slap his forehead with his hand. With each slap, his cock grows until it's actually pretty long. Well, she said, that's very impressive, but it's still quite narrow. No problem, says the male Martian. He starts pulling on his ears. With each pull, his cock grows wider and wider until it's huge. Wow, shouts Marine. Before they fall in bed and make mad love and passionate and ooh-wee. Today, the two couples rejoin with their normal partners and go their separate ways. And as they walk along, Mike says to Marine, Well, was it any good? I hate to say, replied Marine, but it was pretty damn good. How about you? It was horrible, said Mike. All I got was a terrible headache. She kept slapping my forehead and pulling my ears. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the madam and says, my name is Major Dick, and I'm here for a woman. The madam immediately escorted the soldier upstairs and selected the best call girl that they have. Major Dick immediately disrobed and is standing with his hands on his hips while he looks at the prostitute awaiting him on the bed. He then says, my name is Major Dick, been in the army 30 years, and I'm a master of my mind and body. Dick, 
Immediately, the penis becomes fully erect. The prostitute is in awe. Ask him how he can do that. The major says, like I said, I've been in the Army 30 years, and I'm a master of my mind and my body. Dick, at ease. His penis immediately goes limp. The prostitute still can't get over the control he has and ask him for another demonstration. The major said, a master of my mind and body, Dick, attention, a raging hard on once again. And the following is display of prowess with the command of Dick at ease. His dick goes limp once again. The prostitute still can't believe her eyes and asks for a demonstration yet again. The major shouts, I've already told you, honey, I've been in the Army 30 years, and I'm a master of my mind and body. Dick, attention. His penis becomes erect again. Then he gives the following command. Dick, at ease. The major looks down, and to his amazement, his dick is still hard as a rock. He then says, apparently you didn't hear me, soldier. Dick, at ease. Once again... His penis is still fully erect. The sergeant major is now fuming. He says, I'm going to tell you one more time, dick at ease. No luck. His penis is still hard. He yells, shit, move to the side of the bed. And he starts to masturbate vigorously. Prostitute asks, what the hell's going on? Major replied, this soldier disobeyed a direct order, and I'm giving him a dishonorable discharge. riding a camel through the desert. After a few days, the camel falls over dead. After looking over the situation, the priest figures neither one of them will survive the rest of the journey. Priest asks the nun, I have never seen a woman's breast, and at this point it probably wouldn't matter so much. So could I see yours? Nun agrees, shows him her breast. May I touch them? The nun allows him to, and the priest comments, Sincerely, how wonderful they are. The nun then asks, Father, I've never seen a man's penis before. Could you show me yours? The priest drops his drawers. May I touch it? After she follows his penis for a minute, he sports a huge erection. The priest says, You know, if I place my penis in the proper place, it can give life. Is that right, says the nun? Yeah. Then why don't you go over there and stick it up that camel's ass and let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, so folks, this is it for the big show with Joe. <laughs> 
These are true stories. Oh, yes. Weird, but true. With cornball jokes for mature audiences. Oh, this is Joe, your host, and I'd like you to comment on the show. Because I'll share some of your comments on future episodes. And I hope you got a kick out of our little show. A laugh a day will keep you in good spirits. No animals were harmed in the making of this show, and the intro and the outro music is Entry of the Gladiators by Julian Frick, composed in 1897. Most people know it as the Sucker Song, and this was performed on a MIDI. All other interlude music between segments is all original vocal performance by me, Big Joe. These are the sound, the true sounds, with some effects. And I hope you enjoy my strange symptoms, and even my weirdness, with some oddities, (laughs) and a dash of abnormal bullshit for your taste. So what we want, we want you to come show back up every week, because we're going to have a show every week. Peace be with you and Joe is out.